Uh, Jeffrey Hurdens, MXGP of Belgium. I guess you're pretty good in the sand after all. Perfect weekend, really. Exactly what you'd expect, but weekends don't get much better than that. Nah, if I can can do a five more weekends like this, oh, four four would be enough actually with those results. Uh, I'll be the happiest guy on the planet. No, I mean like it was a great weekend. Each practice fasted. Uh, didn't make any big mistakes. Uh, felt good. Felt comfortable on the bike. Bike was working great, and three good starts, and you know, one qualifying and both motos. Things change when you come to a race like this. Obviously, a hard pack track, everyone expects you to win. But here, it's a question of how far you're going to lap up to. How easy is it to ignore that? Like, sat on the line, does your feeling change a little bit? Obviously, you know that barring something catastrophic happen, even in a crash in the first turn probably wouldn't be enough. But you're going to win here, or should anyway. I mean, I know we have a first turn crash and Tony shots. I know it's game over normally for the motor win. But at least I could normally get up to one of the podium spots. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, go, if, if that would happen in Suiza, whatever first turn crash, I probably won't get into the top five. So, you know, that's just a little advantage I have, you know, of, of being born in the sand, let's say. Obviously, a lot of riders don't enjoy this GP. They hate it. They're probably sat right now moaning and just hating life. It's obviously tough on you physically and everything, but do you have fun out there? Like at the end of a second moto, can you honestly say that you're enjoying it or is it tough on you as well? No, I, I, I did really enjoy it. You know, I, I've been born in the sand, basically, and I've been riding in the sand since I was a, a, a five-year-old kid. So for me, it came more naturally, let's say. But I really enjoyed it. And, you know, for me, it was like, yeah, it wasn't a walk in the park, let's say, with a competition, but just riding it, it's like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm like, yeah, I've, I've done this for 18 years, probably, you know. Speaking of a competition, I think you lapped up to eighth in our second race. Does that surprise you? Like, those are some pretty good guys you ended up lapping, like... That's nothing to be um, laughed about. No, definitely. No, at one point I was slapping um, Van Horbeek and Simpson and all those guys, and they're like fast guys, you know, especially the Saul, man. He's a great, great, great rider, you know. But obviously, you know, he's really good on the hard tracks and he's a bit less in the sand, maybe. And obviously I'm a bit better on sand as, a, as I'm on hard tracks. So with that combination, uh, but still, you know, the 10th place guy is still, is still a fast guy, you know. I guess that's where the uh, 84 lapping board that Ruben has come into play. Like, these guys aren't used to it, so you actually have to find a way to let them know. Because if they saw the blue flag, they'd just be like, fuck that, that's not me. <laughs> no, that's not me, that's not me. But, uh, yeah, probably. But, you know, at, at this race, you know, a lot of, we had a lot of lap riders. And, uh, yeah, sometimes it gets in your favour, but sometimes it doesn't, you know. With everything that um, is going on at the moment with the Motocross of Nations and all of that, obviously the talk is starting, it's kind of... It's a great race, great prestige for all of you riders, but at the same time, it can be the worst thing. Like, there's already so much talk that's taken away from your victories at the moment, talking about Tomac and everything. Does that piss you off? Obviously, it's good that people are talking about you in that regard, but it's almost like, just leave it for now. Yeah, obviously, our main goal currently is win the championship, and it's not nothing at the moment is thinking about, oh, I need to race Roxanne, or I need to race Tomac in two months from now. At the moment, just thinking about, you know, I want to... I want to win the championship, and once that's under the belt, you know, once I have that in the belt, then then it's you know, then then I start thinking about that. But even the championship is still a far, far away from uh, from uh, achieving. You know, there are still five more races, and a lot of things can happen. And I mean, Tony is a very strong, phys- strong physically, mentally, and he's for a reason a nine-time world champ. So with that guy, I won't it's, it won't be done until you know, probably Imola or Asse, you know. You obviously do a lot of tra- uh, laps on this track with training, testing yeah. through the winter and everything. When you come here, is your base setting good enough or do conditions change for the race? Like, is this the best that your base setting ever is? No, obviously I've been uh, 
I've been um, on this track a lot, so we have a good setup coming here. Like this week, we didn't change one click or one thing on the bike or whatsoever, because yeah, we've been here so many times, and yeah, we have a pretty amazing setup for this bike anyhow, because we spent a lot of time here testing and riding and whatsoever. At the same time then, coming here for a race after doing so many lap after lap, does it get a bit, I don't know, does it feel a bit different to other GPs? Um, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like a home GP, but obviously like Falkenswart in here, I don't practice too much. Like Falkenswart, I basically go maybe once a year maximum, let's say, and, and with with this track, I maybe go like three to five times a year, that's it. So there's a lot of sand tracks anyhow, but I train more on the hard tracks than on the sand tracks because like... I don't know, 70% of the races or more are on, or 80%, I don't even know exactly, but are on the hard tracks, you know. And uh, finally, moving forward, everything's going in the right direction. If you take out the round that you missed, you've won every round since Russia, so yeah. obviously you don't want to change anything. No, uh, it's good like this. Uh, if, I win, if I win four more or five more, I'm good. Uh, that's all I want to do. Nah, I'm just kidding. I mean, like, we're doing a great job right now, and the team is doing absolutely a great job, and the bike is amazing, and suspension and everything, so uh, the people I'm working with are doing a great job every weekend, so... I'm pleased that we have, we have done 15 rounds, well I did 14 then, and uh, there's only 5 to go, so all the overseas are done, so they're pretty, I mean Bulgaria, Turkey, but not a really big trip, so it will be Swiss, Bulgaria, Turkey, Austin, another home GP, and then Imola, so looking forward to it. Just one thing that I thought about the Motocross of Nations quickly, at the moment, how much are you begging the Dutch Federation and Valanderen to put him on the team? He's kind of a missing link. Are yeah. you over at the HRC truck just begging for him to go to Red Bud? <laughs> no, uh, it's it's normally uh, he, he'll be the guy in our team racing MX2 class. Um, I, I, I call the guy from Dutch Federation and say, hey, he, he's the guy. We need him on board because he has a double passport or whatsoever. He can race for Holland as well and for South Africa, I think. So I said, I, I need that guy. And uh, oh, we need that guy as a team. So uh, yeah, hopefully we. Uh, we can go meet Glenn and, and Calvin and uh, that's at least the plan and yeah, work from there.